Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 12 of For the Kudos. I am your host, Joel, and I am here with Brett. What are you doing are you back going? here? Uh, Molly's got a big race coming up. She's got uh, a big race. You had a same for yeah. one week? I just spoke to her. I said, look, Molly, look, you were good. People really liked you, but, you know, I think um, you've got to focus on your race. And, you know, yeah. I'm in media now anyway compared to running, so... She's got, she's uh, got bigger of, fish to fry. It's good of you to uh, take the high horse and like, just come in and fill in for a week. And isn't it take the high road? It's not take the high horse, is it? <laughs> I think I don't you know. But I was listening back to one last week and I keep stuffing up sayings, I think. No, I think you think that's your, that's your thing. I get like 50 <laughs> messages. I get 50 messages a week from people just being I like, oh, no, I guess a day. <laughs> <laughs> Take the high horse. What is it? Oh, you're definitely mixing up two there. Something. It's take the high road and something about. And get off your high horse. <laughs> get, get off your. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. So you don't have laughs yeah. like that with Molly, do you? Do you? <laughs> 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 no, Molly was great. It was a um, yeah, really was. good episode. So and, this is our yeah. second last episode yeah. of season one. I'll yeah. enjoy the holiday. Yeah. It's going to be a pretty, pretty <laughs> nice little few weeks in Greece for us. <laughs> Santorini. Yeah. yeah. I would love to be in Santorini. Right now, Melbourne weather is starting to pack it in. We had like a beautiful yeah. weekend. It was like 30 degrees. Well, maybe not 30. Like high 20s. Um, and it's just that sort of depression sits in of like sets in that all those hot days are behind and it's just going to get worse and worse. And now I'm recording here on a Monday morning before my run. I haven't been for my run yet, but it is absolutely pissing down. So yeah, I was going to say, it looks like nighttime. Like it looks dark. Yeah. It's beautiful That's, where I am, um, to be honest. Yeah. My studio lighting, I've got the settings down low. So that's why. Just <laughs> mood lighting. <laughs> just mood lighting. Yeah. Set the mood with you. Um, so I may as well kick us straight off into yeah. my massive week of running. How's your week been? Yeah, so I started, did my first run on Tuesday night. Um, I had a physio with, with Yoshi Tuesday night. So I didn't run Monday because I'd had cortisone the Thursday before. And so, yeah, I think I, I explained last week, they tell you, five days, it's seven, seven days off you're supposed to have. And then the sports doc's like, look, you're a runner, you know, you can do it five days. But then like the, <laughs> I was speaking to, I was actually speaking to Grego. <laughs> I always speak to Grego for <laughs> injury advice like this. And Grego's like, yeah, five days. So you had it on Thursday. So you count that. And it's like, I had it on Thursday night. 11 p.m. Thursday, you get exactly. to count that. You count it. And then you count the day that you start back running as well. So <laughs> it's like I had, <laughs> I had five. So was it Thursday, one day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's five days. So it's actually, I did, I, I ran Tuesday night. So you night. had six. So you actually had six days. Yeah, fuck. I had six. No yeah. wonder Gregory has reoccurring injuries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I went, I went su- just super late just before my physio and just did a, re- a short walk jog. I did two minutes on, one minute off for uh, one minute walk for half an hour. And I would say I, it felt pretty good, but there was obviously some sort of phantom pain there just because I've literally had a sore knee for a good f- month. Um, but it What's was one of those thinking about it on every step. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I had no, nobody to run hurt. with. <laughs> yeah. That's honestly what yes. it was like. Or like yes. I'd feel good yes. for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Does it hurt? Yes. Does it hurt? Yes. Does it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> every, every single step. Um, Who's giving you, telling you what to do? Say it again. Who's telling you what to do? Like in terms of, terms of running. Uh, well, well, I, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I'd sort of spoken to Collis about so so Yoshi told me to do the, the walk the walk run. Um and then yeah. It was pretty pretty much Yoshi Yoshi gave me the what to what to do for the first like three or four days, but then um yeah, I I had a couple of options based on like the long run. So yeah, I did so Tuesday was that was fine. Wednesday went out for thirty minutes. 
just nonstop. But I was straight. told to say it again. Straight, just thirty minutes straight. Uh, no, there was a few corners in the run. <laughs> 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 um, and felt really good. I would say I definitely feel like I've, yeah, I've def- I definitely feel like I've lost fitness. Like what, what was funny is when I, when I sort of had like the, the bit of time off, but I was still tra- training up for nationals and I was like doing all those runs fast. I felt like I hadn't lost much fitness. Well, I, I obviously had because I wasn't doing any sessions really. But aerobic running wise, my heart rate was still low. I was sort of running like four minute Ks um, and yeah, sort of felt good. But then having 10 days off from nationals to that walk jog, I feel like I've lost a fair bit. So even jogging like yeah. that 30 minutes was quite difficult. Like my heart rate... I'm just trying to stay relaxed and I look at my heart rate's like 140 and I'm like, fuck, usually it's like I'm running 340 Ks at the end of a long run when it hits 140. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess like it's a few weeks of like having down running and yeah. like not, not good weeks, you don't lose fitness but then it's now it's like a month. Yeah, that's kind of, exactly right. So. I've lo- I looked at my, <laughs> yeah, thanks for scaring me. I've got a race in a month but I, um, yeah. yeah, I looked at my Strava and I was like, holy shit. And that is definitely something that happens with with running. It's like you can have a little niggle and you sort of think in your head like, oh, yeah, I've, you know, I just missed that session. I just missed that session. But when you actually look at it on paper, it's often like you've missed a whole fucking month. Yeah, when you look at yours, like you'll be fit again by October or something. So don't worry too much. <laughs> September, Sydney Marathon debut. You heard it here yeah. first. Really? I just, Yeah. I will talk about it another time. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you drop that on everyone, then just gone. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Wednesday, yeah. So that was Wednesday, thirty minutes. Thursday, I did forty-five, and it was bloody hot. Like, yeah, it's super warm and, and muggy these um, this week. But yeah, maybe it's just because I'm I'm unfit. Then Friday, I did fifty minutes, and Yoshi said for me to just try some like race pace sort of strides towards the end just to see how the knee feels under load. Um, and yeah, felt fine. Felt really good. So this, every single run here was like no pain at all. Um, like, yeah, no, no awareness at all. And I feel like once you get, if you're doing 50 minutes with race pace strides and you've got no awareness, it's like, okay, it's the injury's gone. It's fixed. Yeah. It's fixed. Definitely. You know, you just have to be, be careful with the increase in low. But as I, as I said, like when if you've say got like a tendon injury or uh, or any sort of injury where it's like, um, you know, a muscle tear or something like that and overuse, you have to re- really be careful with the like increase in load so that it doesn't re-injure. But like the, this bursitis, bursitis thing, yeah. it's the, the, you have to address the cause first and the cause was like a crazy tight quad and ITB and the spike in load from like the racing and stuff. And then once you get the cortisone to fix the bursitis, so the bursitis is gone. If the quad's already addressed and it's not tight, then it shouldn't come back. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you stay on top of yeah. that. Yeah, because it's just like you got a, like a ball of fluid sitting in there and now that's gone. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, it should be no pain. It should have no worries. Exactly, yeah. Um, Saturday, I just did a short ride in the morning before work. Um, How's your knee with cycling? Yeah, it feels fine. Yeah. I, so I hadn't, I actually hadn't cycled for ages because I was sort of told not to because it's that, it's the movement of the yeah. knee, the bending of the knee. Um, but again, it felt fine on Saturday. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday, I, Yoshi told me to, he wanted me to do 60 in the morning because I said, I go, oh, surely I can do 90. I want to do 90. Um and I was going to, yeah, just get sort of through the first like four or five days of this program, like what Yoshi sort of said, and then speak to Collis about what to do proper training this starting this week. Um, and Yoshi was like, oh, do 60, 30 double. If you can, he, he said, that's absolute max on the Sunday. Um, he, and I said, can't I just run longer in the morning in on the sun, like the Sunday morning? Um and he's like, oh, well, you know, you just have to be careful because you haven't run for so long, you know, with the like, the coordination sort of thing, you know, Yoshi's favorite coordination. Mm. Um, the, you know, the muscle when you, it's like after an hour, that's when things like start to sort of change. You fatigue, obviously yeah. the constant muscle repetition. Um, and that's when you, you know, your gait will change and stuff like that. Um, but I got to, <laughs> I got to like 55 minutes or something around the tan and saw, an old friend 
um, at the tan. I was like stopped to speak to him. I was like, hadn't seen him for ages. Like, oh shit. And then as I was just about to leave, I saw another one of my other best, best mates walk another way. And I was like, oh shit. And so before you know, I'd stopped in my run for like 10 minutes. And I thought, ah, well, that's good enough. So <laughs> that's a good enough uh, gap from the, like the morning and the Arvo run. So, so then I was just... So you did another 30? <laughs> so then, nah, then I did another, I finished at 75. So I got to 18K. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought I wouldn't push it totally, but I, I felt I felt like I could have. I, f- I felt totally fine. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. I'm, Yoshi was just wanting me to play it, play it pretty safe. But yeah, getting 75 minutes done, so 18K on the Sunday. Um, Lucky um, Yoshi's five episodes behind. So <laughs> in five, five weeks, he'll... Here yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Yoshi be like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, yeah, but I just won Sydney half marathons. So don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, look, it's, I, I, th- I think it was 55K for the week. Um, but because the knees, as I said, it's totally gone. I'm pretty sure I'll be able to jump into a full week this week. Um, yeah, I'll so probably call cro- session. Yeah. Session Tuesday, which would be really interesting because I don't know. I, I know I was speaking to Smack. There's two pretty defined groups at the moment and they're quite, they're like worlds apart. You've got Smack and Stewie training together at the front and then you've got Daylight and then a bit more Daylight and then you've got Bucks and Geordie <laughs> on, <laughs> trying, to, trying to get back to training. And I said to Smack, I go, come on, I haven't had that long off. There's no way I'm going back to Bucks and Geordie. I'm like, surely I can, but then I'm not good enough to, so I'll probably, I'll probably be caught between two groups. Um yeah, surely first week you can just go with uh, go with Bucks, Bucks and Geordie. No, I was going to say with Stewie and oh. Smack because he'd be fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, with, yeah, with Bucks and Geordie. Sure, that's a good yeah. intro back into it. Yeah, I, for the first session at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I've got four weeks. Yeah, it's four weeks from yesterday to Sydney half. So, yeah, I know I get fit quick, but um, <laughs> yeah. I think also one one thing with me, I always seem to I always seem to run race really well on the up. Like do yeah. you know, like when I'm when I'm sort of like not not coming back from injury as such, but when when I'm like improving each week and I race, you know, that was like what Gold Coast um Gold Coast. That's what Zadapec was, that's what um that Adelaide race is. But then for some reason, if I look back on my like last four years, I always am racing pretty average towards the end of summer. Like I get sort of like when I've got like a bunch of races towards the end, I get a bit tired. I don't know. Yeah. I think it, uh, it's always hard to hold like top shape as well. Like, yeah. On the way up, you're still kind of a bit fresh and, and like momentum's going with you, but then yeah. you kind of get up there and after a few races, you're like, oh, I feel a bit tired and start, yeah. like, I don't know, things get a bit harder. and For yeah. sure. I think everyone has that kind of problem. Yeah, which is exactly why, like, after that box hill burn, I was like, after the race, I was like punching my knee as hard as I could to try and get a bit <laughs> yeah. of bursitis in there so that then I could have, <laughs> I could freshen up and have a big winter ahead. Um, yeah. But yeah, I found out my, my winter plan speaking to Nick. Because um, obviously, yeah, so you guys the, are all going to be. the big media release. The big what? The, the big press. Really? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I think I'll be doing Gold Coast half, uh, Launceston half. So Sydney half's in, yeah, four weeks. Then, yeah, then Launceston half, then Gold Coast half, and then my first marathon in September at Sydney. So. Yeah, well. Wow. Bunch, so yeah, bunch of good races. A few, few half marathons coming up. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know how, who will be doing Launceston half because they've got the 10K there too. And I feel like yeah. a lot of a lot of good guys do the 10K. Um, but there's a bunch of guys like racing all over the place, you know. You've got like Andy Buchanan about to do a marathon now, so he'll be tired for a while. Yeah. You guys I are spoke overseas. To him today. I spoke to Andy today on, on FaceTime. Um, I didn't on FaceTime? FaceTime. I'm, not, I'm not that good of friends with him. But <laughs> that was insane. Um, <laughs> really unusual. <laughs> no, but Rose Davies was uh, FaceTime. Oh, of course. And yeah. then I like... I spoke to him briefly and just, yeah, he's got a big marathon coming up. So next week in Hamburg, which would be interesting. Yeah. Has, he's really fit, right? Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he said he's been going really well. It's just, I don't know. I think he's getting a bit nervous. Um, yeah. I told him to stop riding the bike around, looking at sites in London and stuff and just. Yeah, with re- Ed Goddard. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. 
Get out away from Ed Goddard as well. <laughs> Ed, Ed's always doing, you like follow Ed on, I'm sure a lot of the listeners follow Ed on Instagram. It's like he's just finished a marathon and then the next day he's doing like triple backflips off the pier into some weird body of water. Oh, okay, so how, so, uh, okay, Andy told me this, hopefully I can tell it, but Ed has to swim every single day. Um, so he, he like jumps off a pier every single day. If he doesn't do that, he has a long bath. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> What so are you he's, talking he's been about? Jumping in, into the lake at like Hyde River, Hyde um, Park and stuff, and just like like into the Thames. It's like they're, they're not clean. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know when he started doing it, but it was like every day, like a refreshing thing of like jumping in some water, like even in the winter. Okay, that's cooked. If there's no water near, it's like let's let's have a cold, let's have a a long bath. That's really bizarre. Is that it's one of those? Um, is that maybe that's what that sw- you know that swim club thing that him and his him and those those guys have started? Have you seen that? Yeah. It's on Instagram yeah. or something. They're all part of some swim club. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's a yeah, jo- like it a is. joke thing. The swim club. Yeah. So they just jump in water every day. Like I remember, like you could see the lo- the locals. You could see the locals just looking at this. Like who's this psycho jumping like cold water? They're all wearing jackets, and he's like in London somewhere jumping in water. like so obsessed with music and always posting music on our Instagram stories and stuff like that. The exact, we're we're both just as obsessed, but the music tastes are polar opposite. Like, I mean, like he's He's like real rock. He's rock. (laughs) The Eagles and stuff. (laughs) That's not 1980s, mate, but whatever. (laughs) What year is it? Um, Isn't he, he's, well, actually, is the Eagles 60s? Shit. Is it? I I think so. But uh, all the all the music he's into, mainly the rock. Oh, no, Eagles are 70s. Oh, yeah, 70s. Those were touring yeah. in the 80s, I thought. They probably were. Yeah, they definitely were. Yeah, you got that right. Oh, yeah, Hotel California was 1976. Yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah, Andy, I was like, I said, oh, so what's the pace? And he's like, oh, the slowest pace group is 65, 6530 to 11 pace. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I just got to go with that. And well, he may happens. as well. Yeah, as well. He's so fit. It'd be. I uh, know. Yeah, he'll he'll run well. So it'll be good. Good to see. Good luck to him running in Australia. Go yeah. Well. So that's that's and that's the thing. Like we've. Yeah, you're going to be overseas. Like, are you going to do anything at Gold Coast? We're supposed to talk about this off air. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. I don't think so. It all depends on how this 10k goes in a few weeks because that'll kind of decide my year. If you get the time, will you be overseas training during overseas. Gold Coast? Yeah, because it's only that's only like, well, that's two weeks before the 10K World Champs. Yeah. Okay. So when we're talking about maybe doing a live podcast recording at Gold Coast, I'll have to um get a fill in for you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Molly can fill in for me. <laughs> well, it's a bit harder for me because I was like, I have a big personality. You got to find someone. You know, only someone like Molly <laughs> can fill in. Whereas for you, I could just just. F- walk into a sea of people and just go, yeah, you want to feel it? Yeah, yeah well, that'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, that, was probably an, that was probably an off-air talk, to be honest. <laughs> Talking about the future of the podcast. <laughs> no, it's fine. We, are, we, are we recording now? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right, should I talk about my week or? Yeah, get into it. How many Ks for the week? For me? Yeah. I think I already said that, didn't I? Were you listening? Sort of. 55. I reckon you need to start doing some cross training soon if you got a half marathon, a few half I was, marathons coming up. Well, so I didn't, I didn't speak. I was doing, I did gym three times, but I wasn't sure and I was on the elliptical. Mate, if I said all my gym, we'd be here all day. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. The only thing I, the only cross training I said was um, on the the bike. But yeah, so three elliptical, three elliptical runs and three gym sessions. Okay, that's not bad then. Right, yeah, my week. Um, yeah, so Monday we just did an hour near my house um, where I'm staying here. So I, I feel like Flagstaff's like ridiculous with the amount of runners that are up here, and like I'm always getting messages from like people like, "Oh, hey, I saw you up here. Like, let, let's go for a run." So I met up with um, a couple of English guys that I know, and then a Canadian that lives up here. Um, so English guys, Jack Rowe, and um, his mate Ben, and then. It was Rory Linkletter, who was the uh, Canadian. So, yeah, so they went 
came and took us for a run. So Rory lives up here, which is kind of good to speak to him because he was just like, he said this, the rule here is seven minute miling, um, which is 420 pace. He's like, that's yeah. like the rule where, where you should be doing your easy runs at. Um, yeah, no quicker. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. If you, he goes, it depends. Like if you're only here for a few weeks, you can maybe go a bit quicker. But he goes, 420 is like a pretty safe kind of. Yeah. Um, which I definitely have been running faster some days. Um, yeah. So I've like tried to make more of an effort to slow down a little bit this week, which has been good. Like it's good being good running with people because um, when I run by myself, I just start rolling and, and yeah. end up like running. So easy too when, you, when you're by yourself. Yeah. You just get, yeah. yeah. Um, and then that evening went to the NAU track and back doing strides and spikes. And that's my change to get ready for this 10K. Um, there was like, Actually, honestly, wow. it was 50K wins. Like my Strava says, 49K wins. It's like, it was like so windy. Was just so shy like, of 50 then, right? Yeah, yeah, so 49K. So I just, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was doing strides with a huge tailwind and still running about 14 seconds for 100. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good confidence boost. <laughs> no, I reckon there was a, I reckon there was a 12 in there maybe. Um, <laughs> flying start yeah flying stuff for sure I'm just checking now yeah it was a 12 it was a 12 it says it was 80 metres but it's definitely more than 80 metres it was 100 um, <laughs> so is this is this on Monday night yeah oh yeah okay. so, so my week is all mixed up because I'm doing a say say a Tuesday Friday schedule so like a Tuesday track session yeah and Friday, Friday threshold, threshold. but we're starting instead of Monday being the start. We're starting our week on Friday, so so Friday's Friday's Monday track. No, so Ooh. Friday's Monday. Okay, gotcha. So Tuesday, gotcha. Tuesday is Saturday. So Saturday we go down on the track, um, which means Sunday is your midweek long run. Uh, Ninety minute yeah, midweek yeah, long yeah. run. So even I'm confusing myself now. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been all over the shop, but I yeah I still did strides on Monday night. Um, so Tuesday, which is actually Friday in the schedule, but this is Tuesday morning. <laughs> is everyone keeping up with this? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, by the way, for the, the the listeners that can't see, I'm looking at Brett. He's got like smoke coming out of his yeah. ears and all the calculations <laughs> above his head. <laughs> like the mad scientist. <laughs> uh, so Tuesday we went down to Camp Verde because it was so windy up here. Um, they had on the iPhone the wind emoji. So we were like, nah, getting out of here. <laughs> that's when you know. Yeah. That's, that's when, when you know. know. Um, <laughs> you don't need bomb. You just need the emoji. Yeah. The emojis will tell yeah, you. Speaking of emojis. <laughs> um, and so because it, trying to do threshold up here, if you run into a headwind, your heart rate is going to go through the roof. And again, I'm going to end up running like 330s. So I think a big thing, like we spoke to a physiologist before coming up here and he was like, you want to still have your threshold as close to the kind of your threshold pace as well. Um, yeah. Because if, you, if you're yeah, running 330s where you usually run three minute Ks, it's like not. Yeah. Yeah. Like it changes your whole, your whole gait. Yeah. Different. Yeah. But also the way you like, run is different. Just, you're not getting the right stimulus that you should be getting. Um, yeah. So went down to Camp Verde, um, had a few people with me. So like Dave McNeil was there and then Jack Rowe trained with me again. So Jack Rowe is like, he's, from London, but he's like had these like huge breakthroughs through the last, I don't know, year or so, um, or two years maybe. Yeah. Um, he's run like he ran twenty eight twenty on the road the other day, but honestly, I reckon wow. he can run twenty seven thirty on the track. Um, sure. And, and like he's a big guy, he's like tall like Rambo, but he run probably thirteen. Yeah, he, I think he's run thirteen thirty something. But yeah, he'll definitely run run some big PBs this year. But so I did. So Dave did ten k. Me and Jack did twelve k at um, three or five pace. And that's is that the video I would have seen with Dave yeah. putting, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> funnily enough, enough with that video that I what I saw was because Dave was in front of you, yeah. in the in the video, and it looked like Dave was like flying, and then the camera sort of panned to you, and you looked pretty relaxed, and I, I genuinely feel like it was only like five seconds. I was like, is Brett just doing a long run? Yeah. Like it looked sort of like you looked really good. Like that's the first compliment you and, and last compliment you'll ever be getting from me. But yeah, Dave, I Thank suppose you. coming. Thank yeah. You. Dave, 
obviously coming back from fit, coming back from the injury, I sort of, I just couldn't tell if he was like really like working hard or whatever, but that makes sense. It was a threshold. Yeah. I don't know. It's, and also I'm like trying to kind of work on just like doing all this mobility. I feel like I'm moving a bit freer in my upper body, my back yeah. and arms and stuff. So I'm like trying to make a bit of a, more of an effort to be, I don't know, more smooth, yeah. I think. So maybe it is showing a little bit. Um, but yeah, so we ran through it fast. But oh yeah, so in the video, he probably said he's like, there's these two other boys. So they're from Canada, but they're about to start. So Dave said, he goes, oh, I reckon I'll probably run about three tens. And I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to start at that. Um, and then I'll see how I'm going. And because we, we didn't really know what it was like. like. We were on this road circuit. It's like still a thousand meters altitude. Um, and it wasn't great weather. And then, so I heard these Canadians go, say, say three tenths. I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing? And they said they're doing 5K at three tenths. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, we'll just all run together. And then Dave's like straight out the blocks. Like, honestly, he was like 250, fa- like, yeah, 250 pace the first 400 meters. And like, first K is like, I've done thresholds with Dave before. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> first K is like three flat. And then these boys are just like, all right, we'll let you go. And <laughs> so we were just like <laughs> smacking out, like, like, I don't know, like low threes, like three or fives the whole way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. D- Dave, I think, is, I don't know, like he, he listened last week and heard us kind of like bagging him out saying trying to get fit quick. But but then he also like thanked me. He's like, yeah, I probably need the, the wake up call. But um, yeah, I think. Dave, you listen to this one, slow the fuck yeah, down, mate. Just chill, mate. <laughs> just jump on the Brady Boy chain and we'll I'll get you around. <laughs> <laughs> um, jump on the Brady Boy train and I'll help you, you little fella. <laughs> What is it? What do you always say? Lend a hand to the little fella. <laughs> Me? I've never said that. <laughs> no, something like that. It's, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not you. True. It's actually too funny for you to yeah. say. Um, and then went up and uh, back in Flagstaff for an Arvo run. Um, and that was, a, that was a 30K day. So it was a pretty big one. Um, then that night, oh, sorry, the next morning, where did we go? Oh, yeah, we went out to Buffalo Park and like, Dave's like, yeah, my mate's um, coming. He'll take us on some of the trails. And like we rock up and this guy's like in full like, hiking gear pretty much. Like he's a trail runner. His name's <laughs> T- Tim Froex, I think. Um, and like Whitey, a massive therapist, like who loves ultra running, is just like saw, the, saw him. It's like, oh my God, like frothing him. And I was like, oh, great. He's got, he's got, he has his trail shoes on. And I was like, oh, here we go. And he's got the poles. He like gets <laughs> yeah, out of the exactly. car with the poles. And you guys are just like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he took us on some rough trails, um, which, yeah, Izzy and Paul just turned around after 10 minutes. So, like, no, we're not doing that. Um, it wasn't too bad. It was like 20 minutes through kind of shit trails. And then, and then we got onto some like nice roads that, that were good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I still don't get the hype about Buffalo Park. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, that night, that Arvo, sorry, did another half an hour, 35 minute run. Um, next morning, oh yeah, so, this, so this is Thursday, which is Sunday in a normal program. Um, so I had two hour long run. Um, another one that, yeah, I got rolling. So I have obviously already forgot about the advice that. <laughs> yeah, 420 rule. <laughs> yeah, so this was, this was like a 402 average, I'm pretty sure. Jeez. Um, yeah, it was a nice run though. Uh, went to Grand, the Grand Canyon that day to have a have a look, see what was all, all the hype was about. It was actually pretty cool. I was. Uh, I've heard from everyone that's been. It's yeah, insane. Yeah, because like you just can't. I'm like, oh come on. It, yeah, it's like I reckon. I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get there, and it's just like, yeah, it'd be like a bit of a hole, but it's pretty cool. It's like, it's like a, it's 1.6 <laughs> k deep. Yeah, like, it's crazy. No, but the coolest thing Does was, it sort of play eye tricks on you? Like when you're looking at it, you're just like, wow, like it looks almost fake. Yeah. Oh, it's just, And it's just like, it just goes forever. And like, because you look over there, yeah. it's like, that looks exactly like it does over here. Like just a big hole. But um, I was, <laughs> so you're there and it's like a big fence and you're like, you can get right up to it, like get some cool photos and I look over. Then it's like people are climbing down the cliffs. And I'm like, all right, I need to go over there. Wow. There's like no rules. You can just like climb down. And I was like climbing down like these rocks and like right on the edge. Like it's like a huge drop if you ever fall. <laughs> and this like lady's like freaking out because she's like, and as I got like, I got up and she's like, oh, thank God. I was so worried for you. 
And she was like, but I was like, I had to get a good photo for it. I look. You probably would, you would have looked so awkward too. Uh, you no, like, uh, I have like the worst all balance. The, all this loose soil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know you do. All the loose soils going under your feet. And you're like, you know, as you're trying to step up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't even get a good photo either. So it wasn't, wasn't worth, worth risking my life. Um, you look um, you look unstable enough on the gravel around Albert Park yeah. so I can't imagine what you'd be like at the Grand Canyon I don't know what it is it's two things that that I don't deal well with gravel and being on boats I just feel like I'm unstable the whole time <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to slip <laughs> also you're pretty bad at fishing when you're in nah, my nah, dad's boat nah, nah, nah. it's not funny um, <laughs> yeah so that, that was a big day um, just because like I don't know, drive out there, spend a few hours looking at a big hole, and then driving back. Slept well that night. Um, yeah. Then, yeah, another hour on Friday morning, and again, forgotten the rule. Another because I was by myself, so I ran. <laughs> um, yeah, four o twos. Had had Whitey on the bike. Whitey's been good up here. He went and bought a bike just so he could ride with us, which is pretty good by him. Is, yeah, is Whitey running while he's up there? Uh, yeah, he, he's doing like, a bit. Is he doing trail running? Uh, yeah, he's he's doing yeah. a little bit. He's uh. So he, I don't know if everyone knows this. So Whitey ran a hundred k um, trail race, like from Bright up to Mount Buffalo or something like that, and like took him fourteen hours. He finished. He finished the run at ten o'clock at night. Goes has some food, has a little sleep, and then drives back from Bright to Melbourne. So that's like a four hour drive. Yeah, and then he. Gets has like another two hours sleep, goes to the airport, flies all the way to America. Just the, the perfect recovery. That okay. One thing that is an insane story, and two, you told that story last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. All right. Just, okay, what's safe? Yeah, go on <laughs> and just tell him. <laughs> Joel sends me a message. He goes, "I'm just throwing." <laughs> He goes, can you please have my back here? I have to charge my phone. So I see him, see him run out of the room and I'm like, all right, he's he's not. I've just got to tell a story Charge here. my laptop. It's <laughs> <laughs> typical me. You're doing me a favor. And the moment I get back, I just throw you under the bus. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yeah, well, I remember, remember in the... Uh, in the Dave episode when we got feedback and they were like, yeah, it was so good like for this whole story. And then I remember that was when Joel went to the toilet and he wasn't in the room for like a couple of minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So people love that story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I got you back All right, carry on. Um, Oh, yeah. So another, yeah, 7K that night. Um, uh, This was, yeah, this was in the night. I ran in the night because I ran at 6.13. (laughs) <laughs> late one for me um, and then yeah so now this is Saturday which is actually Tuesday in the normal schedule um, truck session that is so, so hard to get your head around I'm sorry like yeah I know it's really and difficult. I've just been like people have been like I've been like explaining this to people but I just say it really quick like I exactly know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah and, and you people, people just like oh, yeah okay and just go along with it um, yeah so I had 2K in 68 and then a 500-meter jog, 3 by 700 with a 100-meter jog. The first and third rep was in 66, 400-meter pace and the second rep was 63-second, 400-meter pace. Yeah. Then a, a lap jog and then 2K getting quicker, 500-meter um, jog, which we ended up having 600 meters because of just because of getting windy. How quick, sorry, going back to that 2K progressive, how quick was like your last lap? Uh, so, well, I ended up doing... Is it like 68, 66, 64, 62, 60? No, that's way too quick. N- no, nah, so I did 71, 67, 64, 62, 61. Okay, so I was pretty... <laughs> it was pretty I was, wasn't, wasn't far off. Started a bit slower, yeah. So it was supposed to be 70, 68, 66, 64, 62. So we're going a bit better. Yeah. Um, and then... Three by seven hundred with a hundred meter jog slash walk recovery. So these ones we went four hundred and sixty five, and then um, the last three hundred in forty six. So like yeah. really picking it up, picking it up. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was a good session for me. Like I did, like yeah. The the two k is easy. Like if six eights for me, like I feel like I can just like keep doing that 
Like it's it's no worries. Well, you should be able to, right? Isn't that your half marathon pace? It's my half marathon pace. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like I don't know because the other boys like they run sixty eight. Like say Paul Robinson when he does sixty eight is like ten k pace for him. Yeah. Or, well, prob- it was probably faster. Yeah. Um, because well, he's more fifteen hundred five k, right? Yeah, he's yeah, he's not super. Yeah, he's so. fifteen. He's not super fit. I do find that the sixty eight is something that that's like I know for for me when I'm say coming back from injury or whatever, and I'm get thrown into you know the the normal group at Waverley, and it's like that that you know I know when I'm running like really good based on how I find the sixty eights because we do a lot yeah. of it, and when I'm coming back from injury, it's like sixty eights are uncomfortable. So it's like we got like a two k in sixty eights, and I'm like oh shit, and then when I start to get fit. I still have the fear in my mind of 68s, but it's easy. You know, it's like 68s yeah. and I'm sort of running on the back and I'm like, oh, that was a 68? Wow. It's yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like people were jumping in and out of the session, which was good. Um, I think I was the only one that did the full session. Uh, like, So, oh yeah, we had, had a few people train with us as well. So, all the Irish people. Um, Is this the one where the photos, the photos are from on the track? Yeah, so that, that Hammer put up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was from yesterday. Um, do you do you uh, condition your hair or something? I don't know. It was looking fluffy, wasn't it? <laughs> Real fluffy. I was looking at it and I thought you've got a perm or something. Yeah, I don't know. I was just <laughs> looking, looking at it. Like, super fluffy. You look different. Yeah, I don't know. Don't not know. saying I'm not saying on. you look bad. Yeah, just just look different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the water here or something must be. <laughs> Definitely Ultra- condition my hair. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> no way I do that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, but so we also had Jack Rowe train with us and Matt Hughes, who's a Canadian steepler, who steeplechaser, who has run eight ten, um, um, or something like eight ten for the steeple. Like he's the steeple. Yeah, Jeez. he's one. He's one of the best steeplers in the world. Like I think he, I probably should have known these stats, but he probably came like fifth or sixth at the Olympics. Yeah, wow. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or at World Champs. What's um, his like other pet? Like what's he run for say 5K? Do you know? Uh, it may be like, I don't know, 13. You, you keep talking, I'll find it. What's his name? <laughs> yeah. Matt Hughes. <laughs> Matt Hughes from Canada. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but it was good. It was, I was definitely getting real lactic in those last 700s. Yeah. Um, which is good. It's what I need. Heading into That's this 10K. Yeah, that's exactly what you what you want. Um, uh, Matt Hughes run thirteen nineteen for five thousand. Yeah, and <laughs> okay, this is a great stat: three thousand meter PB, eight fifteen. Three thousand meter steeplechase PB, eight eleven. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he should never ever run a three k. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's so good. Um. Yeah, but he he kind of jumped in and out. Like he did a few things with us and then did some 400s and did those last 700, which was good because he needed some help to get through them. Yeah. Um, and then ran 9K that evening. Um, not on purpose. That's a long just, double. Yeah, so yeah. I ran and I was like meeting. The, so I live like a, K, a bit over a K to the trail and the Irish were going to drive up there. Um, and then so I kind of just ran with them. And then ran as far out with them and then got a lift home, but I just ended up being 9K. Um, and then get on Strava, upload it, and it says 8.99, which is really annoying because I made, I made up like 30 <laughs> meters to get it up to. Um, <laughs> and then 21K this morning in 90 minutes. Sticking to that um, seven-minute mile rule. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, How'd that feel? Did it feel like you're slowing yourself? Yeah, no, I felt easy as like... That was like, yeah, that was like a really easy run for me. So it's good. I want to try to do a bit more that this week at that kind of pace. Just what is interesting, I think, in the last what couple of years, where your focus, your key races have either been half marathons or marathons, and you're probably so used to that. Like, yeah, you sort of you don't smack long runs, but you really do get moving. Yeah, in I your get long rolling. Runs. Yeah. You get rolling just out of out of habit, and because that's what you're so good at. But it's like for this for this 10k, you know, you need to just be nailing those track sessions as good as possible. So yeah. it's like that focus has They're to be in those compared to yeah. Like my average heart rate was like 130 today. Yeah, um, that's good. 
And then, but that's why I'm, I want to run with people because like on that Friday run, I ended up just getting rolling. I was running like some 340s um, yeah, wow. at the end and there's just no need for it for at the moment. Um, no. Nah. Where if I run with people, like it, it felt slow, but I knew that's what I should be doing, which yeah. has been good. Um, but yeah, 174K yeah. for the week. So it's good. How does the body feel? Uh, like I haven't heard yeah. any nigg- niggles. No, no, no. Uh, body feels really good. So end of week two, I feel like I've kind of like adjusted to the attitude as well. Like definitely had yeah. a, maybe the start of the week was feeling like a bit heavy, um, but yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. So which is good. How often are you getting treated by Wadi up there? Um, I think I had maybe probably had three massages this week. Yeah, and are they full normal like? I know, yeah. I know when I've seen Whitey regularly, like whenever you see so, so therapists like regularly, they never need to go as hard. Like if you're getting this, you know, more treatments, say three treatments yeah. a week, then he doesn't, doesn't need to go it. as hard. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was like a bit tight through my hips this morning. So he, I like got him to just, just treat my hips. Um, yeah. So like that, that was obviously pretty hard. But yeah, like I don't know. I think I'm used to Whitey's massages as well. Yeah. So you kind of just like... I don't know, just flushes through your body. Yeah. Not good. Three is a lot, a lot of massage though. Yeah. I'll just say, I just kind of like, I'm very unorganized. Everyone else writes in the book when they want it and I'll just kind of like, go, oh, I feel like a massage today and I'll look and it's like 17 people have booked in. I'm like, ah. I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> Can you not have that tonight and treat me instead? <laughs> Wait, so last night, I just like get back from my rum and Whitey just like comes over from like the, the kitchen and just sits down has like a family size nachos and just <laughs> puts it on his lap and just digs in. And I'm like, Whitey, that is so much food. He goes, Oh, it's not that much. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> he just eats the whole thing. And then, like, oh, like after, I'm like, He needs to because his body's still recovering from that 200K yeah, run he did. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like he, he goes, I'm still a bit hungry. I'm like, Fuck it out. He has my whole <laughs> weekly food he just ate in one sitting. <laughs> He's still skinny as, isn't he? He's always yeah, he is. So he hasn't been running that much because uh, I don't know. He just rides a bike, but I think his body needs to recover from that. Yeah. Okay. For the listeners that don't know, Whitey used to he used <laughs> oh, to be a runner. Tell the story again about him running hundred k at Bright. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to tell that again next week, just in case we've got some new organic listeners that haven't heard. Um, no, Whitey and I actually went to the same high school. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. He was he was the runner of the school. <laughs> funny funny story was I was always uh, yeah I was <laughs> I was a bit of a naughty boy in high school, and I'd always be mucking around and getting in trouble and like. I was still good, like obviously good at running and, and stuff. Um, and I, you know, do a lot of like good racing for the school. But, you know, on the on the same weekend, I'd win like the state cross country or like the, the same week I'd win the state cross country. I'd be kicked out of the class for like doing something stupid. And I have to go to, the, mm. go to the principal. Never that anything that bad, but I was a little smart ass and stuff. And I remember the principal there would always say to me, he's like, Joel, why can't you be more like Whitey? Like he was just such a, he, he would go, he Wait, would. The principal even called him Whitey. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why, can't, yeah. Why, why can't you be like? Why can't you be more like Andrew? Like he, you know, he'd do the good running, he'd do the good races, and he was just such a model student. And I was just like, ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, All right, where your life has gone? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm on a fucking <laughs> podcast with some dickhead. <laughs> um. Yeah. Good week. I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait to see. It's been a it's been a um, a long while since you've done a, a good 10K on the track, right? Yeah, it has. Um, I haven't really done many 10K. Like I've run 10Ks at Zatapak, um, and I did one in in Holland a few years ago. But I haven't really done any like real fast ones where like you go and try and run 27, 30 or like under. this. You're not you don't care about place. Like this isn't about place, no. is it? You're just hanging on the train for as long as you can hold. Yeah, well, so like obviously the first goal is to get the um, Qualifying time for world champs. So, which remind the listeners and myself, seven twenty-eight. Yeah. So yeah. So first, so you have to be within thirteen seconds of Jack's Australian record. Yeah, yeah. So first nine k is about running that time, and then in the last k, if I'm 
hopefully feeling good and then I can try to win or whatever. Um, or if I'm feeling bad, it's holding on and trying to still run the time. <laughs> Imagine you're feeling really good and at twenty at, at 9K, you're on pace for like 27.20 and you're like, yeah, this is sick. I'm going to get the time. And then so it gets really slow and tactical and everyone's looking <laughs> at each other. For the last, <laughs> you're slowing it down. You're like, I'm going to win this and you win in like 20, 27.45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully I got the wave lights and I don't know, hopefully it's still a short tra- track like when Jack ran there. <laughs> <laughs> good luck awesome yeah no it's good I feel I feel in shape how, so how many because this is our second last episode so then we record next week yeah and it'll be we'll be recapping on our first episode of season two right I think episode one season two will be um yeah we haven't explained how we're doing the seasons nah or, leave it it's a bit of a mystery or, or spring break or our holidays to um to everyone. So <laughs> this is just another off-air conversation we're having. Well, we don't really have. To be honest, you and I now that we do this podcast, we used to we used to be mates and we speak. used to speak a lot. But now we only have on-air conversations. Mm. Really, yeah. If I was speaking to you off-air too much, there'd be nothing to talk about on-air. All right. So um, yeah, good week. We thought um, this week we would finish off the episode with some of the more silly, um, less serious questions from the Q&A. Whenever we put out the, the call for questions, we get a bunch of stupid questions and we want to try and keep the Q&A a little bit more serious um, where we can go sort of deeper and unpack, um, yeah, more more interesting questions. So we thought rather than ignore a lot of the silly ones, we'd throw them on the end of this show just for a bit of a... A bit of a laugh. Give, give some clout to some of the people that ask. Yeah. Bad questions. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> um, so we'll start us off. Maddie Roberts underscore try asks, if you could do one other sport, what would it be? Now that's not a stupid, that's not a stupid or silly question. That's just, it's just something. No, they're just like what things that you, they, they, don't, they don't need like a massive long answer to. When we t- spoke about this before, um, the episode, I thought it was what other sport do I like enjoy, like watch? So No, there's two. Oh, there is two. So okay. there's two. So uh, Maddie, Maddie Roberts tr- underscore try asked, if you could do one other sport, what would it be? And then Jono Osborne asked, favorite sport to watch slash play outside of running. So let's, I think Maddie Roberts means if if we were like going to be a professional athlete yeah. um, in another sport, what would it be? And then Jono Osborne's like, what do we like to watch? Probably golf. To play. Are you serious? I love to play golf. Is that just because of money? No, nah, but it just looks well, like you a just good like life golf. as well. Yeah, though. you've always live, live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know. Just play golf. Just walk, like walk around. It is definitely a you outside. sport. It'd be pretty nice. I could see you either being a professional golfer or a professional professional fisherman. Yeah, make millions of bucks. <laughs> Probably a bit like Tiger Woods. <laughs> On and off. I reckon mine would be F1. Yeah, F1 would be good too. Fuck and to, to do. I just think those guys are the... Those guys that are so... Everything about them is just so cool. And they're doing a sport. I was talking to one of my mates about this on the weekend because we, um, we were watching some of it. And because the F1 was obviously at Albert Park. Last weekend, um, they're ju- it's like they're doing this sport. You know how like so for running, you know we're good runners, but it's like everyone can run. It's like you, you know, you're an AFL player. Anyone can grab a footy and have a kick. It's like these guys are doing a sport that nobody else can do. Like they, yeah. you know, it's not like. But uh, oh, so what I don't like about it. No, so I actually love Formula One, but. Everyone has come from a lot of money. That's true. You've got to have a lot of money to be able to do it. Yeah. Is that is that always true? Like, I thought you had to come through go-karts. I, I think mostly. Is that true? Yeah, you do. But like, you got to have lots of money to go true. through go-karts and then go into like to go into Formula 3 and like go through the ranks. Like, you got to have a lot of money behind you. Yeah, it's you. a bit like sailing. Um, yeah. So, it's like- You have to be privileged. It's not It's not like, yeah, like running's open to anyone. Yeah, it's it's not really open to yeah, anyone. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. If I had the money, I could probably be the Formula One. I could probably be better than that. <laughs> I am so, so, so bad. Like, have you... Uh, uh, a driving? Like, yeah, you've crashed your car. I'm pissed off. I mean, go-karts. That driving, I'm actually good at. <laughs> no, I've been um, like doing go-karts when I'm young. Like, uh, yeah, I'm just... 
I just know that I would never be good at F1. I'm too scared. But the biggest thing in cycling, like for me, I was like really good climbing up. Well, I was going to say really good. People are going to call me out. They're like, you weren't that good. But um, like the thing I was best at in cycling was climbing up hills. And like when I was really young, I remember like a couple of cycling coaches when I was like doing good at running and moving to triathlon, people like, you should do, you know, you could do cycling. Like you're pretty good up the hills. Like you're powder weight, you're skinny. You're like, right. And it's like, yeah, have you seen me ride down a hill? Like I'm so scared and that's the yeah. sort of stuff you just can't change. Like the guys in like the world tour and it's the same with the F1 guys. It's just they've got no fear, like absolutely fearless. That's why Jack could be a good downhill cyclist because he's just, yeah. he's just missing exactly. things up, up top. and then just like, <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. There's just no – he's just like, well, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's, 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 it's hectic. Um. So yeah, for John Osborne, favorite sport to watch slash play outside of running. I'd the sport I definitely was the most interested in watching, and it's definitely changed now. I feel like I feel like I'm just not as interested now. But like back like mid two thousands, cycling for me, like I was obsessed. Yeah. You know, like back when like Contador, the Schlecks were racing, like the tours and stuff. I'd stay up until like two in the morning yeah, so every night I, during school and just like watch it. Yeah, I still love cycling. I yeah. still I I love cycling until I came to Europe and was on the same time zone and it was in the middle of the day. And then I was just like, it was like <laughs> such a good time for me to watch it. I was like, nah, it's kind of weird watching it when the sun's out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, something yeah. irks me about that. I'm not doing um, it. Yeah, I, I, I do love. Surely yours would yeah, be footy. It is footy now, like, but it's only been footy for the last like five years. I think growing up in Canberra, I didn't, didn't care. I actually hated footy. Everyone in Canberra used to hate footy, uh, yeah. like AFL. So, because yeah. we used to just like, like rugby league um, or rugby union. So, but now I'm, um, yeah, love, love footy. Yeah. I would, I would have said footy, but uh, I'm going, I go for the yeah. bombers. So that's enough, enough said at the moment. Don't need to talk about that anymore. Um, yeah. Paul Johnson underscore BLN um, said people who jump and click their heels in race photos straight to jail question mark. So surely this is directed at Nick Earl. I'm sure it is. Nick Earl's done this many yeah, times. I, I'm, and straight to jail. Yeah. Yes. I, I've seen, I'm pretty sure I've seen the photo of him doing it. Winning like some local race. In <laughs> or something. Um, yeah. So funny story. We got um, some Irish athletes up here training with us. So like, they're kind of, they're part of Melbourne track club. Um, but yeah, obviously they train in Ireland most of the time, but their coach is, is a guy named Phelan Kelly, who is a good runner back in the day. And um, there's this funny story. He was racing against um, <laughs> this guy named Mitch Keeley, who was trying to get some confidence before the Olympics. Um, so so Nick has sent him to to this British Milers Club just to go run 800 and like should get a win. And <laughs> um, and then I think he was doing another one the, the next week. And then anyway, Phelan has sprinted past him down the straight and then he's like like waving to the crowd jumped up clicked his heels and he's ended up running 150 so like he, breaking 150 is like a pretty big milestone and he's like hasn't done it but <laughs> at the time he didn't he, he's just like oh, I'll go and do, yeah. do it again but he, that's his lifetime PB he's never never broke it never ever beaten that but because he's clipped his heels but <laughs> then the so like Mitch Keeley is just like what the fuck like like he's gone to the Olympics he's run three thirty six for fifteen hundred and and this guy's clipping heels like beating jumping him. up clipping yeah. heels down down the straight beating him and so then Mitch is like at a race and clipping heels and, when you think about it an eight hundred is so funny like yeah. I can imagine like a ten k <laughs> road race or something like that even it's still not okay Nick Earl but I mean yeah like you can imagine like having the time to be able to do it. Imagine being, yeah, but like sprinting, being lucky, <laughs> having energy to jump up, clip your heels, still running a PB <laughs> as well. When, but could have broken one fifty. But then Phelan, uh, yeah. So Mitch is at a race, and this guy's come up to him, and he's like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm sorry about that that behaviour at the uh, milers last week. And then Mitch is like, looked at this guy, and just like, like Phelan just like doesn't look dressed like an athlete. And, yeah. Um, and just so he's like, like a casual bike. and then so Mitch has just gone, oh yeah, oh, no, yeah, don't worry about it. That, that guy's just a, just some dickhead. <laughs> and then and then Phelan's gone, oh no no no, I'm that dickhead. And then he's like, no no no, like what do you, do you coach him or something like that? No, like, <laughs> he's the dickhead. And now Phelan's like, no, 
I'm that dick. I'm the guy that sell <laughs> dumped up, clipped my hand and beat you. And then so Mitch, yeah, wasn't too happy. <laughs> Mitch was like, oh, that's <laughs> awkward. That's so funny. Yeah, Phelan's a character. He, he's he's so funny. He's, he just got up here um, to flag stuff. But, he's a good guy, Phelan. Um, yeah, so next one is from Thomas Vagona. Yeah. Um, I said, because he's got three S's in his... No. <laughs> um, who would win in a 2K? Luke Matthews or Joel? Um, so are we talking 2K like right now? It, yeah, 2K right now, I'd win on my hands and knees. Um, yeah. In peak form, it's definitely Luke. Like in who, yeah, Luke, <laughs> I think you, you, this guy must be forgetting how bad I am at short distances on the track. Yeah, I don't, Either people think you're better than you are or forget how good Luke was. Yeah. But Luke, Luke would have run like, oh, 455 yeah. for a 2K. Yeah. Maybe, maybe even a little bit. Yeah, probably 455. Like, Whereas I'm usually like at, at bridges at the tan, I'm like 5, 505 sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Luke, like you got to think it's like that's sort of, to be honest, it's the equivalent of someone riding into um, one of Luke's podcasts and going, who would win in a 18K race, Joel or Luke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not really a fair contest. I think it'd be more like, yeah, I don't know, a 4K. 4K. Yeah. I think 5K, I'd de- there's no way Luke could run. Lap of the 10 or something. Yeah. Oh, no. Nah. Lap of the 10. I'd smoke him. <laughs> what's, his, what's his PV yeah, man? Lap of the 10, I reckon. Oh, he probably hasn't done one for ages. 10.41 or something. Yeah, I'm 10.30, mate. Two seconds off the board. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, you are too, yeah. I'm, a, I'm only like three seconds behind up, you. I made up 10.41. I thought you were like 11.10 or something. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. yeah, so definitely Luke's, Luke's got that one for sure. Um, yeah, last question. Scott McClung. Who would win in a 60-meter sprint, Joel or Brett? Again, people thinking I'm like way quicker than I am. I reckon over the short stuff. Okay, good. Because you you said like off air, you started to speak about this. Yeah. And like, no, no, I'll wait till off air. On air. Yeah, because I was going to make it. I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to say you. Nah. So I, I did. That was going to be the joke. I did. I did laugh. And it's like, I remember back in junior triathlon days of like, of like the whole of triathlon <laughs> Australia, we did this uh, up in Queensland. We did a flying, like we had this full weekend of, of racing, like swimming, cycling, running, triathlon races, everything. And then they had this big camp. It's like up called Runaway Bay. And they had this big camp um, where they were doing like athlete testing. And you've got like the best hundred guys and girls for the whole of like triathlon Australia juniors. And they, one of the tests was a flying 60 meter. And I had the, I got the fastest time out of anyone. And I was parading around like I was world junior <laughs> champion. I thought it was so funny. And like, like on, I didn't even win the triathlon races. Like the main thing we were there for, I didn't win. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. the best triathlete, but I was like, like someone would the like try and specific yeah, test. Yeah, exactly. You win. But it didn't like, matter. I was literally like walking around in the food hall and I was like flying 60 champion. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 um, but no, you would definitely win because you're about half a meter off the ground and the guys that are half a meter off the ground are always <laughs> so fast. <laughs> Mate, Usain Bolt. Yeah, Usain Bolt's like an outlier. You, he's an outlier. You take him out of the data. It's <laughs> you. You would be interesting in MTC. I reckon, like, yeah, it, I'd say would Geordie be the fastest? Yeah, and I'd then so. probably you. Right? It's your acceleration well, would be really Lockie, quick. Lockie Barber. Nah, to be honest, I'm, I'm nowhere near as good as I used to be, but um, I'm still. Decent, but Lockie Barber would be really good too. Do you reckon those for he sixty? Meters? Barber's I, really fast, but I, I mean sixty, so. like sixty meters from a standing start is all about acceleration, surely. Like it's just how it's like. Yeah, yeah. I still think he'd be like pretty good. I think we have to put this to the test. We've said this before. We're gonna have to do a, a fun, yeah. a fun MTC what day. Else are we doing? We all, There's a few races. Me and you have to race over. Oh no, we have to do a four hundred meter time trial or two hundred meters. Yeah, I don't know. I reckon yeah. my best chance in my yeah. I reckon my best chance of beating you in something would probably be marathon. <laughs> 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 Maybe 200 meters. I don't know. Anyway, that's it for the uh, silly questions. So let's hit this Instagram segment. There has, uh, yes. there's been so many. I've got so many I can I do. So I, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to list off a few. Um, do you want to get started though, Brett? Or 
Do you want me to get Yeah, so mine, I didn't know if it was going to, if it was mean because I actually don't know this guy, but I like message him and he's actually one of your athletes. Um, <laughs> Tuan Prompters. <laughs> so Tuan or T1 as I like to call him. Um, <laughs> he's from the Netherlands. Post said, yeah, he's from the Netherlands. Finally put a hit out in this pulse singlet. Um, and then he's like said something about some dead flowers in the background. But the photo, you can't even see most of Pulse because he's <laughs> tensing so hard <laughs> to make sure. Like you can see neck veins coming out. He's He's got his bo- hand behind his bicep so everyone can <laughs> make it look bigger. Um, uh, like, you can see, you can only see ults. You can't see the P. Um, <laughs> so it's not. Uh, yeah, and I messaged him. Go, Mate, you, better li- you better listen to For the Kudos this week he's got a he good said, sense of humor. don't worry it was a thirst trap so <laughs> um no, yeah so everyone go and have a look and his is uh see if you like what you see <laughs> <laughs> um so all right mine uh yeah first one was i had it um luke matthews i'm not sure if you put it on close friends or whatever, but he reposted. Yeah, I think it was close friends. Close friends. Doesn't matter. I've screen recorded it. So it's it's getting put up. Um, It's him practicing like UFC fighting on the beach. And I'm just definitely not sure about it. So that video is going up and people, people can decide. Um, Yeah. What, um, yeah. I wonder what weight category he could be in now. (laughs) 100 plus. (laughs) (laughs) Heavyweight champion. (laughs) Uh, Luke listens to this podcast. Luke, don't get offended. I just said you beat me in a 2K, all right? You know, I pumped your tires up and then I just (laughs) deflated them a little bit, okay? Now we're back to square one. Um, For the second thing, uh, Susan, who is up there, uh, also from the Netherlands, up there training with you guys at the moment, she put... Yeah, we have a few Dutch people up here with us. A few Dutch, yeah. Um, She put up a story of... Cute little Dave McNeil after he just cooked <laughs> after he just cooked some food, twerking in the kitchen, and it was a uh, what are those what are they called the the videos with all the girls a boomerang I'm pretty sure it's a boomerang yeah. um, and he's just twerking his ass on camera and it's just I just looked at it and I was just yeah definitely not sure about it yeah this is no it's yeah that gives me like shivers yeah, a little bit a when, I, when I see that kind of stuff and because I know like in that house is, <laughs> is the Dutch and Dave and they'd just be doing that stuff all day long and uh, so we got this photo the other day in front of a buffalo and then the Dutch always go alright now a funny one and I'm like get the oh, fuck out of here no. running, like trying to get out of there and Dave's like bending over and like showing his butt and, like, <laughs> yeah he's been like, showing his butt the Dutch all fun of, I know yeah but oh, also on that so run so this was the one at Buffalo Park and then um, so Julia, who's the other Dutch person was like, Oh, I listened to the podcast. She said, she said to me, I said, she said, you have a voice for radio, but a face for TV <laughs> is what she said to me. And I said, you better make sure you listen next week because this is getting mentioned. For sure. <laughs> I have to disagree with that. I think you've got a face for radio and, and actually your voice sort of sucks too. And a voice for TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've got another one as well. I've, I thought I'm just going to go hard. This We don't have that many. Uh, we've only got one yeah, episode exactly. left, so I'm just going to go hard. Um, last week, I tore a uh, poor young triathlete, Grace Tech. Um, and now I've got another triathlete that I have to throw under the bus too. This is Ellie Salthouse. I used to race against Ellie. She's a cool chick. But as I said, the point of this um, of this segment is to if just- you're not sure about it, you're not sure, you're not sure about, about it. it. You're not sure about it. Um it's uh, just something that she put up on her reels. So we'll add it, add it and see, let, let the listeners decide. And then the very last one is something Jude Thomas. Wait, do you want, are you, you're not going to explain no, that one? I'm not going to explain it. We'll just put it up. It's fine. Okay. It's, right. it's, it's actually funny. Yeah, well, let listeners decide. Yeah. And then the last one is Jude Thomas, who's just, sorry, it's not about Jude Thomas. Jude Thomas sent it to us um, and it is so ridiculously funny as a guy in the gym what what's is he in the like what's that machine called? it's the way you do chin-ups i don't know that's definitely not yeah yeah what's that machine <laughs> <laughs> it's a chin-up bar but yeah <laughs> the chin-up well you can tell i wouldn't know what that is um he's linked his arms over the top of the chin-up bar and he's hot, must be strapped into one of the 
one of the uh, stationary bikes holding it. So he's ro- he's cycling the stationary bike, but it's <laughs> it's so hard to yeah, explain. It's so funny. It's like he's in the bike position riding it, yeah. but he's over the top of a chin up bar. Yeah. So he's and like holding so the bike. Like, up. Yeah. It's so funny. It's got to be like taken a piss. Like on his butt. Is it taken? Oh, it's 100% taking the piss. Is it? Oh, geez. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought he. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll cut that last one. <laughs> no, I know he's taking uh, the it's piss. It, it's, it, it's impressive. I, I was, do you know how heavy those things are? Have you ever had to try and wheel one to another okay, position? To, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> they are so heavy. Like I'm used to like picking up light carbon race bikes. Those things weigh like 80 kilos. Yeah. That's my problem in the gym is moving equipment or weights around. Yeah. Like getting them out of the way. It's, it's, I can barely do it. I, no, honestly. Getting, I, the, getting a 20, 20 uh, kilo plate off the squat bar is like the hardest thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have the grip strength. Well, talking about grip strength, one of the exercises I was doing with Dylan in the in the week, um, it's like a suitcase carry and he gets me holding like 30 kilo, yeah. kilogram dumbbell or like 25, it was either 25 or 30 and I've got to walk. You know what a suitcase carry is? Where it's like you're walking. Yeah, he's like walking. You're walking up and you've got to keep your core as rigid as possible because it wants to obviously, yeah, yeah. you know, you want to, it wants to drop, drop you down. Um, and Dylan says, oh, this will be really good for your grip strength too. And I just stopped and I go, fuck do I need grip strength for? I'm a distance yeah, runner. Yeah, yeah. I, and I said to him, I go, what am I doing? Realize like holding the baton, you know, like <laughs> we don't use a baton, mate. So well, I, I, g- I guess when you're like in a marathon, you got to grab a drink bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're good at that. But I was, when I was in the gym during the week and like, I don't know, the gym we go to, there's like all these like huge, like big bodybuilders. And, um, I'm holding these like two weights doing some lunges or something. And then like I put the weights down and then I like shake my hands because like my hands kind of hurt. And I'm like, ooh. And then I'm just like, fuck, I hope no one saw that. <laughs> I'm just like quickly just walk out of there. I'm just like, I'm going back to the motherfucking Swiss ball. De- <laughs> Declan Wilson, um, and I, one of my old triathlon mates who he used to run with you in Canberra. He listens to this podcast religiously. Um, he, him and I used to be, when we were in VIS for triathlon, we would, be like we would have like the most simple exercises that did not require any grip strength you know be a lot of like body weight stuff on the floor and every single week without fail and it would make me laugh every single week we'd walk in to the grip you know the grip dust the bowl that all the lifters and we would put it all over and I would clap my hands and there'd be like a big plume (laughs) of chalk and like everyone would be looking at me and I'd be clapping it and then I would just get down and do some like (laughs) basic stretching (laughs) do some plants And I reckon I did it for a good three years in a row and it never failed to make, never failed to make yeah. me laugh. I don't know if anyone else was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Um, yes, one last thing because we've got um, some of our guests and co-hosts running Boston Marathon. Yes. Um, this comes out. So this, Boston Marathon's tomorrow, but uh, this comes out after Boston Marathon. So Molly and, and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, good luck, When girl. you listen back, we wish you good luck. <laughs> yeah. They're probably, yeah. They're, they'll be doing their cool down listening to this. <laughs> yeah. No, they should run. They're both super fit. So excited to see how they'll go. Yeah. Imagine they both get on the podium. I know. If they do that, they'll be a- for the kudos will go through the roof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, one more episode to go for season for season one. And they'll see you in Santorini. Yep, and then, yeah, see you there. (laughs) All right, thanks, guys. See ya.